We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. Because you're listening to this podcast, we at Blue Wire want you to know this. One, we freaking love you. And two, we want to learn more about you. Help us make more content you'll love by filling out a survey you can find in the description of this podcast. You'll help us out a ton, and you'll have a chance to win a Blue Wire t-shirt, hoodie, or a pair of AirPods. We appreciate you, hope you're staying safe, and want you to enjoy this podcast. Welcome to another episode of Little Legends Podcast. I am your host, Blevins. With me, as always, hey. is Boop. What's up, buddy? You jumped the gun there. I was, I was giving a little, I was giving a little pause there. It was a <laughs> it was dramatic a pause. It was a pregnant was, pause. I was, it was <laughs> a, a little premature action there. A little, I, I premature action. That's why Oops. it's a pregnant pause. Um, but oh no, <laughs> tight it all in, and I'm canceling myself. What's up, buddy? How you doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Keep going. We have a show to host. No, uh, we don't. This uh, I, I didn't even I didn't even hit record. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you doing? <laughs> What's up? Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I see what you're doing. You're doing the thing where you're trying to psych me because you. Okay, I get it. See, I'm I'm putting everything together. Boop yeah, is, yeah, yeah, no, boop it's no. a. Boop knows that I can I can tell when you're doing a joke, so you're purposely trying to make it seem like you're not doing a joke. We talked about <laughs> yeah. this. You alluded um, to that this might win. Over. That might win as the best opening ever. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what is wrong? And what if? Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's up? I'm pretty sure what? that I've been double recording this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's fixed. It's certainly fixed now. <laughs> Episode forty four. We're going to get it under control, everybody. We're going to get it. It's going to happen. How are you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm old now, Boop. I'm, I'm officially it's true. old. You don't look a day older than 65, my friend. Mm. It's okay. I remember it like it was yesterday. It happened today. <laughs> um, yeah, it uh, it was great. Boop. I was going to I was going to move us into our next section, but we've got to do some housekeeping first. Of course. Everybody knows we're a prediction esports podcast. P R W E D I C T I O N esports on Spotify and iTunes. Make sure you are following that channel. Does help us out a ton. Subscribe, all that good stuff. And also make sure you are joining the Discord, discord.me slash little legends podcast. If you haven't already, pause the podcast or keep it running. You can do multiple things. Go to Discord, 
dot me slash little podcast and join and i've got a story to tell about the discord because we do game nights on fridays last week on friday boob and i were busy which we'll talk about what we were busy with in a minute but the the community completely irrespective of us ran game night boop it was it it it, it my heart grew three sizes that day which is a problem because that's how Andre the Giant died. And oh, no. I'm, I'm, way, I'm really fearing that. But it, it warmed my heart in a non-medical way. Just the, it, it, mm. it, it, it felt like my heart was warming. <laughs> Gotta love non-medical heart warming. Yes. Um, <laughs> if I say so myself. No, it's so, it's so awesome. Like, this has got to be what it's like when, like, you're a parent and your kid's like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. I'm going to drive myself and then they go and you're just sitting there alone and you're like, and they come home on time sober, right? <laughs> you're like, Oh, I, I did well. We did well. Vlad. We can be happy with uh, yes. our well-adjusted. We raised, we, we, we raised our kids. Good. <laughs> we sure did good. Blev. We yep. sure did good. Yep. I, I specifically meant good and not well. So did I. Well, well good. Good. Well, 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 well. Um, but boop, we were doing something on Friday, weren't we? We were casting an event. Boop. What, we what event? Casting. What event was that? Boop. It was the cruise TV. Hmm. Invitational. Was, I know. My 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 sound bite is gone. Oh no! It's so sad. Anyway, <laughs> it wasn't really gone. I bamboozled you, <laughs> even though you were like you were like waiting for it to be said. I tried. Well, to say, I, I tried. I, to I did it at the beginning of the podcast. Um, so uh, yeah, that no, that was super fun. It was mm-hmm. you know it's really really interesting to see how. And mark these off your bingo boards. I think the new <laughs> one is me talking about casting Giant Slayer, but. Um, <laughs> self-imposed uh but no like it's actually really interesting to see kind of like the grandmasters go at it Mm -hmm. um for like giant slayer fight nights and like the giant slayer series and how the participants and crews Mm -hmm. approach the game because it's very very different very different um and it's not like a taking a serious thing at all it's just we i saw things (laughs) at crews that i didn't see right uh at giant slayer and i think there's a little bit more freedom to be creative when it comes to things like crews a little less Mm -hmm. at stake uh but overall it was actually really really cool i i really enjoyed watching these people go through the thought process of countering a lobby mm-hmm. or, you know, having their first experience in a, in, in like a tournament setting, right? Yeah. That, that's not fun. So hopefully mm-hmm. they, everyone who participated had fun. Um, because I know I definitely had a good time casting mm-hmm. over it. We got to see some really fun stuff. Uh, I know Ambam is running into some quad infiltrators. Yes. Um, wh- what else did we see? Oh, we, we saw, saw star guardians. Star from guardian Thomas. Riven, yeah. Yeah. And I think that won the lobby, didn't it? It, it- or it top uh, forward it top forward eric won a lobby with i forget what the rest of the comp was but boy oh, did it, it sure have a level one rumble in it <laughs> yeah that, that's right and that's the type of stuff that you don't like see a lot of like some people will mm-hmm. like go out on a limb especially like gunmay or something yeah. in giant slayer series but for something like that you you rarely see it and because i saw eric do it i've been like trying to test out trying to make star guardians work and i can't mm-hmm. i get eighth every single time <laughs> so um uh, it's uh it, it's it's really interesting to see how different people approach mm-hmm. the game and how they do it and what they're trying to get out of these events yeah. and uh, that's why it's so fun yeah i've i've actually had a decent amount of success with more so sorcerers than star guardians um but it's always been it's never been okay i'm gonna go star guardians this game let's force it it never works like that. That is a that is a that is a fast track to eighth place. It's okay. I'm staying open, and I get a bunch of rods, or maybe like some tier, and like okay, the, these are star guardian items. Maybe I get an early Syndra or something. It's like okay, I can play sorcerers for a while, and then I just kind of fall into it, and it ends up working all right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you hit the Jana. Yeah, Jana. you hit the you yeah. hit the Jana. You hit the yeah. I mean, the, the 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 interesting thing is that a lot of the pieces of Star Guardians now, with the exception of like Nico, are are all playable. <laughs> in, uh, exactly. I literally forgot that Nico was more than just an item in TFT for a while. <laughs> um, that, that, that not even a joke. That that actually happened to me because you were talking in the in the tournament. You were talking about like someone ran a Nico carry. You saw mm-hmm. someone run With a Nico buff, carry, yeah. and I was like, are you talking about set two? Like, <laughs> I literally forgot that Nico was in the set. Um, but yeah, I, I've actually had a decent amount of success with it. It's tough because Sorcerers and Star Guardians by proxy, like... There's the one of the best comps in the game is a natural counter to it with four mystics. It's like, uh, and like the Janna thing kind of helps, but also like those star guardians are not hitting very hard on their auto attacks. So even it, though they're doing true damage, they're still throwing cotton balls. At they're you. still throwing cotton balls. Exactly. So I've, I've had a good amount of success, mostly with um like if Victor is super open and like I can run any number of star guardians and then get like a early tier two victor and sometimes even a tier three victor tier three victor doesn't matter if they have him uh if they have mystic he's gonna melt the team um now it's hard to get him especially if he's contested so again it's the type of thing where it's like you really need to fall into it and like it needs to be super open and i've been able to get some decent uh success with it or you can get an early star guardian item and give it to someone interesting like riven or yeah, Star Guardian Riven's pretty fun. Just to, like uh, to get like a Star Guardian Riven with like Rabadons, and you get mm-hmm. all that EP damage. You can carry mm-hmm. a, uh, for a while. That could talk oh, yeah. for you. But like again, you gotta hit it, and you've already lost probably a good amount of life by not having yep. any type of tank. Um, yep. That's why I think Sorcerer Mech is what works best. But Sorcerer is it gives you a little bit of beef in that yep. front line uh, for your Sorcerers to do something, which uh, I like. I think that's how the mech should kind of work. So. Uh, We'll talk about. I think, are we going to talk about the Giant Slayer series too? Yeah, we can talk about the Giant Slayer series. Uh, one All thing right. before we do that, I wanted to mention was because uh, you brought up like it being a different style of play. I do think that's a really cool thing having a not even like like a you know. I think the the average. I think if you take Sphinx out of the lobby, the average placing was probably like you know mid mid plat like diamond level. I think there was some diamond plat um, mm-hmm. like that sort of level. Um, which I think is, you know, for people who are listening to a TFT podcast, might you're be, good at the game when you're yeah, that. You're, that, you're that you are very you're good, good at the game, yeah, for sure. Um, but like, think about it, Boop. What's one of the? I know we're gonna we're gonna pull into our our Overwatch uh, uh, gear. We're gonna put put go into Overwatch gear here. But Boop, what was one of the most, if not the most, dominating comp in Overwatch uh, over the past year or last year? Goats. Exactly. And where did goats come from? Contenders, which is the tier two scene of of Overwatch. So it's like mm-hmm. it wasn't even just contenders, it was open division. Yeah, it was open yeah, exactly. It's so like tier three. Tier three. So like we've talked about this on the show many times actually, that it's like if high level players, like the number one player in the world, or even like the top ten. They're not really incentivized to change, right? Because you are at the top. You want to reduce the number of different factors, right? You want to keep things the same as much as possible. <laughs> so you're not out there innovating. But if you're, you know, maybe it's lower stakes. Maybe it's your, that's just your play style. There's not a lot of like pressure to like, you absolutely need to get first no matter what. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you start innovating. And even if, you know, Star Guardian Riven isn't the defining comp in the meta, it's like, you see it happen and all of a sudden maybe people catch on. We've we've talked about it. The the community for TFT is very I don't want to say monkey see monkey do because that, that kind of diminishes it, but it's very like uh it, like oh I saw I uh, Soju is on his stream and says that uh you know Master He three is the most broken thing ever. And then everyone is playing it and top level is playing and you're just forcing it over and over and over again. It's like no one's like, okay, well, if that's the case, why don't I just play more of this, you know, play something to counter it, right? Like, it, 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 that's just how the TFT community has been. It's it's very, like, one good player does a good thing, everybody copies it instead of trying to beat it. So I think having other sources of, of high-level play, tournament play... 
to see players who are trying to do these innovative things is a really good thing, not just for those players, but also for the community in general. You know, and just like the microwave, sometimes great things are found by accident. And uh, was, that, was that the story of the microwave? Um, he was doing something and then he had a piece of chocolate in his pocket and it melted. And he put two and two together and figured out it was microwaves or whatever waves are in a microwave. The, 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 the inventor of the, the microwave had a piece of chocolate in there, was doing some sort of experiments or something, had a piece and of chocolate, chocolate melted, melted it and was like, hmm, I'm going to eat that. <laughs> I think so. I mean, wow. Marie Curie just like handled her stuff. Um, How did she die? Her stuff. Um, I think plutonium. Yeah, I know. I, I'm pretty sure she died of radiation poisoning is what I was yeah, alluding to. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> but but the idea behind it is just like innovation could come from anywhere. And sometimes True. you take something that a diamond player uses and just iterate upon it. Yeah. Uh, and then you get something a little different, but kind of similar. It mm -hmm. happens in Hearthstone a lot, actually, yeah. where there are a lot of like deck builder types and theorists that mm -hmm. kind of just sit down and all they do is deck build. Yep. They don't really like sometimes they don't even compete. But the, the job is to find decks that work really well in ladder, make tier mm -hmm. lists, you know, stuff like that. In TFT, there's a lot less of like a Kali type of comps, right? You know, a Kali is the type of character in regular League of Legends that is awful in low elo, um, mm. but it has been super hard to balance because of in the right hands of the right player, it's super overpowered, right? Right? There's no mechanical skill involved in TFT in that way. So I think that's why it's so much easier to do just what you see is working. Right. Right? Because yeah. there isn't something that, I mean, there are some comps that do work better in like plat and below than they mm -hmm. do in plat and above. Sure. Um, like I, I think, I think rebels don't do as well plat and below as they do plat and above. Mm. Um, I can see that. I'm just, yeah, I'm just theorizing um, because like there are comps like that, but that's very, very different than oh, a comp that does really, really well in in plat and below versus plat and above. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's interesting because you bring up Hearthstone. I'm obviously as many here's here's another uh here's another uh check off of your bingo card uh come from the magic the gathering world and absolutely the same thing people are just deck builders i'm i'm not one of those people but the difference is like the i think the games themselves are very similar in that we could absolutely have people who are trying to innovate but it because of the way the game is presented in that like a tft game you're not bringing anything to it, right? So it's like, oh, well, I'm just playing whatever the game the game is, and it's the same every time. When we know it's very much not, and it's even more apparent that it's not with the galaxies every time. Like the game is different every time. But I think people try to come to these like uh, like very high level like statements of truth and just accept them instead of like, well. If you open with this and you push this, you can actually get this comp, which is really good in this galaxy or really good when you're at this point. Like we see very we we, we see less of that and more of like, oh, Rebels is OP. And it's not in this case, but as an example, like Rebels is OP. I'm just going to play Rebels every time. And, and like how many posts do you see on Reddit and people complaining like, oh, this person reached top 100 masters by just playing uh, Rebels every single game. And they just keep doing this every single game. It's like. Well, did you try to beat that? Like that—that's the thing. Is like none of these things ever change if you're never trying to beat it. Yeah. It, again, we've talked about this at like yeah. like incentive for, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, for innovation, right? You know that kind of stuff. Uh, so we won't go too far back on that. Yeah. Um, we won't but, go any further. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm putting a stop to it. Um, no, the I, I think to kind of like uh, put a pin in it. Mm -hmm. What. I like to see is what we're kind of seeing right now in galaxies where there are actually kind of a lot of opportunities for comps to shine yeah. that I think there weren't, especially in rise of the elements. Yes. Right. So in galaxies, and you'll actually see this Blev in the patch notes, mm -hmm. a lot of the changes are like five damage, 10 damage, yeah. right? Like super, super small. Mm -hmm. So the devs obviously, and Mort said this, so it is obvious that the game is in a pretty good state right now, yeah. right? And in my opinion, well, at you know giant slayer we <laughs> that's your free space at this point um <laughs> uh, we saw a lot more jinx brawler a lot more than yes. we did for C cruise tv and we still saw a lot then yeah we did right and so 
there's innovation there, but when there's no incentive to do it, then why? And I right. think this set is a really good set to help with that incentivization when you're competing, mm -hmm. right? Like that you are going to see maybe some more counters, that you're not seeing a race to cybernetic sticks every single game, right? Right. We're definitely seeing a lot more comp diversity. I think the biggest thing we see in terms of weakness side is definitely the Star Guardians. Mm-hmm in dark stars right yeah. so maybe in terms of variability when we have you know four or five comps that can win a lobby or definitely a top four and only like two of the main comps that are struggling that's not bad yeah you, true. you know what i mean like in like the grand Actually, scheme of things <laughs> in, in, in like imbalance like that's a pretty good state to mm -hmm. be able to focus on those those things that need to be focused on without having to really focus on health of the game. Because honestly, I think outside of some galaxies, which are just like kind of out there, which they're supposed to be. Right. And then there's Nico's, right? Which is just a little unfair if you get Soraka. I mm -hmm. mean, not, uh, not Nico's first, uh, the purple, uh, Lilac, lilac galaxy, which isn't the, or lilac, not lilac. Yeah, purple that's Lotus galaxy. <laughs> that's not even purple in the game Lotus. right now. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. So, like, when those things are there, you get to say, oh, it's a galaxy, right? right. Um, and I think the galaxies were a really great way to introduce per-lobby innovations. For mm -hmm. example, I think they did build in opportunities in the lobbies to try to counter the lobby or try to force the lobby in a certain direction, yes. right? So, mm -hmm. for example, trade sector forces quicker play, yep. right, and more aggressive play, which... I've seen really hurt some of the slower players, right? That like to wait mm -hmm. for the cybernetics, right? And then there's also, you know, the decision of Nikoverse. Are you going to slap your two Nikos on a tier three or a three cost unit right mm -hmm. at the beginning? Or are you going to wait for your, you know, five costs by, that might not ever come because you're at 16 HP, right? Right. Um, and so I think the different galaxies and or things like starting with a full spat first carousel, yeah. right? All of a sudden you're in a different game right a like very you, different you, game yeah yeah it's a race to asol <laughs> right with that <laughs> spat and the people are going to be going for it and you have to adjust to the lobby in that way that stuff is already built into the game so i'm really happy with it it's just now that you got to apply it to i think the grander competitive scene yep. and just kind of like have it scale up you know because yeah. i think the galaxies were a really great start now we got to kind of incentivize that same kind of innovation for tft not just for this you know treasure trove or not just for right. trade sector yeah it's i mean yeah i, I we'll leave it at that because 100 percent we're going to be bringing this up again eventually because it's all about incentive and it's really the core of a lot of uh, a, a lot of our uh our, our thoughts on the competitive scene and whatnot so we'll 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 put it we'll put a pin there and uh we'll uh before we go on break uh which after the break we'll be talking about the patch of course boop you uh, did a little little casting for Giant Slayer this week. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> um, and I and I wanted to not talk about that Giant Slayer. I actually wanted to talk about a single player. Um, and the reason why is because this player is everyone who everyone who's listening should follow this guy because in my time at TFT, the storyline for this specific player is nuts, and that player is Gunmay. So. Gunmay, um, who is in Giant Slayer series, is in Fight Night Rising, who's One been in the series um, for a while, right? Used to be a heavy tilter. He would win the first lobby almost every single time, uh -huh. get like top four in the second, and then get eighth and seventh in the last two, yep. right? And I remember my first week with Crow, and he was like, Gunmay needs to fix that mental. He's got to fix the mental. He's so good at the game, but he's mm -hmm. so hard on himself. And he was saying things on Twitter that was like, oh, I'm awful at the game, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, you know what I did? I looked at myself in the mirror and just was real with myself and asked myself what I needed to do. He is top three Giant Slayer of Fight Night Rising twice and won the Giant Slayer series since then. Yep. And so that is such a cool little storyline for me. Mm -hmm. And I just got to give props uh, to to Gunmay because he also whips out some pretty crazy comps. He's, he, he's, he's a guy that will play Space Jam in a competitive atmosphere. Yep. He was playing. He's so playing, um, um, uh, he was playing uh, not Blender um, Shredder. Like into in in the year twenty twenty in in this current patch, well the the now will be old patch by the time you're listening to this, but the current patch was playing Blender or Shredder with uh, with Zaya. It's like what? How? 
Who's who does that? It's like that's not good anymore, right? And th- that's exactly what we were talking about, Boop. It's like, yeah, guess what? Just because it's not, just because there's not 15 guides on how to play it, and because it got nerfed, doesn't mean it's bad, right? It can still be playable. And so, uh, it's still going to be playable. Yeah, sometimes people aren't looking for those lobby wins, but Gunmay wins more lobbies, and and before this got eighth in more lobbies than anyone I had seen. Yeah, in the scene. But now, like through determination and self work and you know self affirmation, all that stuff, he is one of the best in the game right now. Yeah. So I say that for you guys at home is kind of like an inspiration thing that you know you can do it. He, I've seen growth in him because mm-hmm. it's been intentional for him, and just like you and me or anyone else, that can be you. And I just wanted to give him some props. He deserves it. Yeah, I mean it's a really, really awesome story to see someone who takes and like an attitude change and just like a perspective change and and sees results from it because yep so very easy to get in your own head and like oh well he they're the you know they're the tilting player like oh they're gonna tilt about this blah, blah, blah. And it's like mm, you don't have to like you know you, you don't have to like uh double down on these negative identities or whatever that people give you or they're like even if you gave mm-hmm. it to yourself like you don't have to you can change. This is real life. You can, you know, you can improve and, and get better. And it's really awesome to see that. So really glad you brought that up. Boop. Okay. Yeah. We have got a lot to talk about with the patch and we will be talking about that patch right after a short break. There's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, BetOnline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and Bet Online is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you need even more, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something else other than sports? Bet Online has hundreds of casino games, poker games, and prop bets to check out. Visit betonline.ag and use the promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the break. We have got some stuff to talk about. Patch 10-13. Boop. You were mentioned, we mentioned it before. There's a large number of changes, but some of these changes might actually be on the smaller side. So let's get right into it. Of course, I'll read I'll read a little preview thing as is as is tradition. Welcome astronauts. We're back with the first update of the second half of the third set of T for uh, I see what they did there of the third set of TFT. This week we're swapping out the Medium Legends Galaxy for a new one, Binary Star. In this galaxy, champions can hold a maximum of two items. In terms of general game balance, we're pretty happy with how the mid-set update landed. However, the new Battlecast champs didn't quite pack the punch we were aiming for, so they're getting a few improvements. Let's get into it. Okay. So, uh, some initial system changes. Ranked, uh, if you're master above, you can now only queue solo, so no more duo queue mm-hmm. and masters and above. And the reasoning is, I actually saw a lot of questions about this, so just uh, real quick. The reasoning is because people were win trading in uh, lobbies. So basically, or even like they would get two accounts and queue uh, together and then like bomb one account. So they knew they wouldn't get eighth. Right. And uh, so that was starting to become a problem. And it was okay. something that I've been hearing about um, on a lot of the different servers. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you just can't do it at Masters. Uh, basically, it's just like, they were cheating yeah i think especially since they're i mean the the cheating in in games like this we don't even need to go into it like it ruins the game for a lot of people like it's just not fun when when that's when that's being abused and not only that there's the you know the the latter actually matters in terms of competitive scene now so like they needed to i'm, I'm glad they took the the additional uh precaution there um okay so galaxies the binary star champions can only hold two items medium legends is now gone binary star will occur in 10 percent of games and uh they've raised the minimum number of items that can drop in a game by one so now i believe it was what 10 to 14 i think was the 
Mm-hmm. Was the range maybe it was 11 to 14? No, I think it was 10 to 14. Like 10 is a super low and 14 is, is super high. And now now it's 11 or whatever. It's it's one more. So that's it's going to feel better. It always feels better to have more items. Yep. <laughs> okay, Boop, you want to do the traits? Sure. So uh, you, what you all will notice bar a few of these changes throughout the entirety of this patch is how small these changes are that are, which I think speaks to greater discussion of this patch in general that we kind of mm-hmm. started last week. But um, let's let's hear about these changes. Balance and adjustments. Battle cast damage or healing, uh, 70, 163, 25, 600, 280, 180, 480, 8A. And that's going to be the biggest change of the patch, probably. Blade Master chance uh, for bonus attacks going from 30, 70, 100% to 30, 65, 100, minus five on that second tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, blaster bonus attacks, 3, 5 to 3, 6. Okay. Uh, cybernetic bonus attack damage, 40, 80 to 40, 75. Dark Star bonus attack damage and ability power, 8, 16, 24, 32 to 8, 18, 28 to 38. Infiltrator bonus to attack speed 40 70 120 to 40 80 120. Uh, ma- <laughs> magic mystic mystic magic, magic mystic. resistance <laughs> uh 51 25 to 50 to 120. Yeah, little incremental changes. Anybody, anybody, just a little off the top, sure. Yeah, that's super interesting because it's like. Are we even going to really notice these boop? Is there, <laughs> you know, it's like, at what points do we start to notice these? Is the real question. I mean, what's that? Two, four, six, eight battle cast is going to be a, a banger now. <laughs> the <laughs> well, I actually think the eighty in the early game because you proc it way more often. The eighty and the one eighty uh, mm-hmm. change the uh, for the two and the four mm-hmm. is is going to matter okay but not in a sense of they're gonna be broken in a right. sense of they won't suck sure <laughs> if like that it. makes sense because Cass was the only one who like really used that trait in my True. opinion yeah and so now other people will be able to use it a little bit better mm-hmm. right like kogma for example is gonna get yep. way more battle uh, cast damage and healing off just because of this yeah. um and with something that you might get a couple procs off of it's not just 20 damage at the four piece it's you know an extra 40 damage over time yeah, for something. each champion yeah yeah True. exactly True. and some of these changes like you got to be like and they like to bring regular league of legends up there have been times where they like take like two armor or uh-huh. five movement speed away from somebody um i think they like took like five movement speed or three movement speed or something away from karthus um a bunch uh-huh. of patches ago and now he just doesn't jungle right <laughs> so like being super super small yeah um numbers mm-hmm. could equal big meteoric changes but their goal for this patch wasn't to do that right. i think the goal for this patch was to make things feel a little bit more interactive between mm-hmm. the rock paper scissors aspect yep um because you're right like why change um what's one here that's a little weird uh oh like cybernetic bonus attack damage 40 to 80 right. to 40 to 75 right Right, like, what is that going to be? Well, for 75, it's actually for six people. So six times, so you're losing 30 attack damage flat. um, Five across the board. Yeah, 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 for each one, right? So, like, it it does add up. And I do think Cybernetics will feel it. I think early Babacast will feel it. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe Blade Masters, but not that much. And definitely Blasters, actually, because that's uh, being able to just proc another red buff or sword breaker mm-hmm. or something is, is strong. So while these are small changes, they will affect the game in some way. Um, but I don't think any of these are going to change the meta that much. Right. Which is good because it's, it is not annoying. It's frustrating when like, okay, I've been, I've got the, you know, for me personally, I've got, um, Vanguard Mystic, I've got Sniper, uh, Astro Sniper, I've got the Yasuo comp, I've got like this handful of comps that are all like playable, right? And like can are good and I can transition. Like if you if you nerf them out or you make something super broken, it's like, well, I can just throw all that out the window. And like I, I've heard this a lot from people who are talking about the set changes, but like in the middle of a 
in the middle of a set it's like or not even the middle of a set a middle the middle of a well, middle of a set well the other thing you got to get credit for is like this three and a half set is like pretty new still and kind of have gotten yes. it out of the gate with like these small changes that's pretty it's pretty great oh yeah like just like yep. the fact that like only a couple comps don't really work right now right like that's gonna happen like there's yeah. gonna be a comp that's worse than the rest of them i think you gotta give them props they like they're oh, really, really close like th- th- like we're talking about the difference of like uh an eight and a nine as opposed right. to like a four and an and an Amazon Game Studios. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, yeah, I I feel it's like I think of it, and this this might not resonate with anyone. Maybe it's just my the weird way that my brain works. But like I think of the set when it comes out, it's like this big like like not or whatever what the real sun looks like but like if a kid drew the sun with all the spikes like a star like all the spikes around it and like the devs want to have a like they want to make a circle in a lot of ways for the meta so like sometimes they release something and there's a gigantic spike and everyone gets stabbed by it and they gotta like kind lop of like that the west world uh maybe i don't know oh I, no I there's like west um world. oh what is the what is the name of it oh are you watching currently i, I haven't seen any of the newest season okay then you know the the, the, the little circle thing what's it called rehoboam that's what it's called I have maybe I just haven't seen it in long enough, but oh, um, it's a circle, and like when things go wrong, it spikes. It's like it's oh, exactly what you're. It's yes. exactly what you're talking about. Oh, okay, yes, and then so the this patch just feels like we just filed down a little bit, and like now it's like pretty, it's like pretty round, which I think is a good thing. I th- I feel like this patch, yeah, has to feel good if you're on the dev team because it's like yeah, we oh gave yeah, you, man. we gave you a pretty good product, and we're just kind of like. Honestly, the, the TFT team deserves a bonus once we get spectator mode. True. You know, once, yeah. we, once, we, once we get I'm that, holding that I, bonus right here. It's <laughs> staying in my pocket until we get spectator mode. It, it's accruing. It's accruing interest, but mm-hmm. don't let that don't let that delay. Mm-hmm. the fact that we need it because you know there there are definitely some things i've realized that i would love to kind of notice it's like how many units someone has sold or yes. like where the economy is coming from like those kinds of statistics yeah. that like i've just like super i i have such a stat oriented brain when it comes to mm-hmm. sports right like i can i can name a lot of especially college sports right mm-hmm. um I know a little bit of something about a little bit of everything in that world. <laughs> and with TFT, like seeing that kind of stats, like I latch onto that stuff. And I think that stuff is so cool. And what stats give you are storylines. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. like, I love averages or average amount of units bought per round or average mm-hmm. amount of gold saved or, or loss per round. Right. Right. Like why is this person at 50 and 20 at the same level with similar comps? Right. Like what happened? And then to yeah. be able to like replay, the other thing that I know is going to be later, but to be able to like replay past rounds, that'd be sick. Too, yeah, that would spectator be interesting. Mode. Yeah, if you could see like the pool of champions that were bought and sold per like per like round. Yeah, like ha- like to visually see how contested is something. Yeah, right. Like like that is something I, oh, I'm just really see, aching like, for. The list, right? Like if you could visualize the pool that's there and like you see people like taking stuff out and like yeah, oh, all, the, or, all, um, the, all the uh yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Uh the other the other one I was thinking about is just like hey, so maybe like you've got like your your pool on one side, right? And then when a unit gets really popular, it starts moving up in terms of gold spent. It'd be really fun to see how much gold is spent on certain mm-hmm. units. Yeah. Right. Like uh, how many people, because what that would show us too, is like how many people buy five cost units to block. Right. True. Like how effective, like how effective is that? Yeah. And I think once we have stats like that, innovation will come more frequently as well. But anyway, side yeah. note. Si- si- little sidebar, but it's an, inter- it's an interesting one. Long story short, uh, that's got to feel good if you're the developers to put out that, yep. uh, to put out that balance there. Okay. Let's do some tier one champions. Illawi or Illawi went from 650 to 700 health. That's a uh, a game night uh, original. Only only folks who go to discord.me slash the Legends podcast and playing game night will get that reference. Uh, 650 up to 700 health. Illawi tentacle smash. Uh, defense stealing goes from 20, 30, 50% to 30, 40, 60%. 
Uh, and Alawi's defense stealing duration is going from four up to six seconds. So pretty big Alawi buff. Nocturne attack speed going from 0.7 to 0.75. Uh, Nocturne's unspeakable horror damage going from Name 200. College Storm. <laughs> No comment. Uh, 200, 250, 350 to 200, 250, 400. And Zaya total mana going back down from 70 to 60. So uh, some some tier one champion buffs here, Boop. Yeah, I like the Alawi buff. Uh, the reason why you're going to feel it is because she's a tier one brawler. Yep. And there's another tier one brawler named Malphite. That you, it, it's just kind of like starting the game off with Poppy and Leona. Right, there's like a couple openers you can do. Yeah. Like you can kind of do whatever you want at the, you know, especially right. during NPC rounds. But sure, look, usually sure you'll like see like vanguards, uh, like Populiona getting mm-hmm. transitioned into something, or you'll see the rebel transition into like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, rebel brawlers or something like that. But the reason why Alawi defense stealing duration going from four to six seconds is a big deal mm-hmm. is because Alawi summon you switch out a little bit later. And she's going to find a lot more value for when she's in the game, right? right? Because she is going to be, this is something I like to reiterate because it feels so counterintuitive how much quicker the late game rounds are right. than the early game rounds. And so six seconds in stage two, two mm-hmm. is a huge buff and you're not going to feel that at all. Like on stage four, four. Right. Right. So, and I think that that's, Definitely where they want to be with Battlecast. I remember when they introduced Battlecast, they're like, this is an early to mid game thing, guys. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, we're going to have, you know, an eight thing, uh, you know, an eight reach, but uh, we aren't, we're telling you this is an early yeah. game thing. You're going to need to commit a lot and you better be recording for your YouTube channel if you do get the game <laughs> Battlecast. Yeah, but of these one tier one champions, the two out of the three that got picked were Battlecast to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, a 0. 0.05 attack speed. I mean, that could trigger maybe one or two extra attacks right. or, uh, during a round. Um, the Unspeakable Horror is for that Tier 3, which is good because Nocturne was never somebody you really wanted to waste your money Tier 3. So right. maybe an extra 50 damage uh, will help. Because 400 damage is nothing to scoff at. Maybe yeah. even build some items on them. I don't know. Um, going back and talking to set to us, did you ever think that you'd say the line, a Nocturne wasn't really something that was worth Tier 3? I know, right? <laughs> Huge. Um, and, and Zaya notably going back down to 60 mana, so maybe we could see some more Shredder or Pikachu comp. I actually think Shredder or slash Pikachu would actually would feel a lot healthier in this world than it did earlier. Mm-hmm. Because Shredder is, it has a lot more counter potential with Vanguard Mystics, mm-hmm. um, because that counters both parts of the Shredder comp, right? The, the zaps are magic damage, so you're going to get a little bit of a defense there from the Mystics, plus mm-hmm. the Vanguard's going to help the auto attack damage. So. True. True. Um, it was already going to be uh, weaker, so now she's going to ult a little faster. Yep. She's not getting any damage buffs. It's just a DPS buff over time. Yep. Okay, Boob, let's talk about Tier 2 champs. Let's do it. Darius Armor, 35 to 40. Someone wants Space Jam back. Darius Magic <laughs> Resist going from 20 to 30. Darius Dread Nova Guillotine. <laughs> Guillotine damage, 400, 500, 750 to 400, 550, 800. That's, a, that's actually kind of a big deal. Kogma yeah. Health going from 500 to 550. Kogma Total Mana, 40 to 30. Kogma Barrage Percentage Max HP Damage, 247 to 248. Nautilus Impact Crater Stun Duration, 3, 3.5, 4 to 335. And Nautilus Mana, 6120 to 5120. So uh, small nerfs for Nautilus. Uh, He's just going to come online a little bit later Uh in, in a fight, which is fine. Um, actually could make it better because yeah. there have been times where like Nautilus ults like super early on in a fight and I'm like, okay. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was pretty, yeah. uh, I guess. Uh, and another thing as we go through this that we always have to think about is whenever a battle cast gets health adjustments that impacts their ability usage. So True. what Kog'Maw is getting with 50 extra health is maybe one extra proc of the damage battle cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he's got the mana, so he's going to be, you know, getting that damage proc along with that percent yeah. buff, maybe at tier three. Um, because Kogba was one of the better battle casts, but mm-hmm. it was more as a like a supportive role in the Blaster comp. Mm-hmm. And since Blaster got buffed too, we could definitely be seeing Kogma showing up a lot more frequently with Jinx. Yeah, and the extra one percent on his uh, max uh, HP damage seems like it could be interesting. I feel like 
they sort of previewed him as like he could be something that is worth investing a tier a tier three unit into like Cogmoth three could actually be a carry. Well, and eight percent in the early game, one percent's not that big of a deal, but one percent right. is, you know, uh, a good number later on when everyone yeah. has way more HP, especially uh-huh. with Rebel Brawlers being so, or like any type of Rebel comp being so popular. Right. There's some beefy boys in that comp, so yep, for sure. Okay, two three champs, Bard cast time significantly <laughs> reduced. I think that's thank God, that's pretty good. Yeah, the, his like weird like. He's I'm like, just going to spit horn. on the bench real quick. So I was like, where are the memes coming from? Where are they coming from? How were they created? Why yeah. aren't we asking that question? I just assume that he threw them up with his horn. He 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 throws them up with his horn, puts it on our bench, and we just sell them immediately. It's mm-hmm. like a it's like a puppy mill. It's a meat mill. It is a barred meat meat mill. That. Yep, now I'm never using Bard again because it's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Uh, Cassiopeia poison duration going from 12 seconds up to 14 seconds. Jace health going from 850 down to 800. And Master Yi chosen one damage going from uh, 75, 100, 200 to 75, 100, 175. So tier three Yi down, Jace health uh, down, Cassiopeia damage not down, but down over time or... Yeah, it, it's doing the same amount of damage in 14 seconds, but it's doing less damage per second, if that makes sense. And then, uh, yeah, Bard Bard now seems way more useful. He's actually going to be getting it. Like, I wonder <laughs> what that actually... I wonder, like... Because that's like... Maybe every he's t- going to poop it out this time, so he doesn't have to turn around. <laughs> Maybe. But, like... <laughs> It's legitimate because he's doing less damage, right? And and therefore casting less when it takes that Yeah, long. no, I, we actually talked about it where I was like, you know, you're giving up an ultimate. And I remember like seeing him turn around and spit for the first time. And I'm like, this is not good. Yeah. Like in terms of like, okay, okay. You're, you, they were really, really safe when it comes to Bard. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they did it this way. Right, so we got to feel him a little underwhelming, and then they get to push him a little bit better because yeah. that cast time was long. And when he's already just auto attacking, and you're giving up an ultimate for XP, and then right. he turns around and stops auto attacking to ult right. for what feels like you know in TFT time years. Yep. Right. That's when that's when things get really frustrating too. Yes. So it, uh, I'm 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 okay with the change. I'm okay with the change. It's a little bit of like a quality of life thing, but. Um, yeah. When fifty percent of your time is blowing spit through horn, <laughs> the other is throwing cotton balls at your opponent. You know, <laughs> you gotta gotta get a little bit time more time on your board now. You you gotta make up for it uh, somehow. So yeah, I I I, I agree, hundred percent. Bard uh, is still like v- walking a fine line from being broken, but I don't think he's. I don't think this is gonna gonna do it. Boop. How about tier fours? Tier fours fizz starting mana 60 to 50 nar health on transformation 750 1250 2500 to 750 1250 4000 nar attack damage on transform 100 175 400 100 175 550 nar stun duration two to one and a half seconds uh a little bit of a burp there jinx get excited bonus attack speed 60 75 100 to 50 70 100 that's good. Riven Energy Slash Shield, 250, 400, 1000 to 225, 375, 1000. Oh, no. Team of Someone Satellite Damage. Thomas, he's crying. 125, 175, 600 to 125, 175, 550. Team of Satellite Slow Duration is four to three seconds. Thank God. If I have to see my Aurelia <laughs> walk in slow motion towards a Teemo again, I'm going to. <laughs> Oh my god, tier five champions. <laughs> I know, because you get like these <laughs> and then all of a sudden <laughs> no one can do anything. Everyone's just walking. This slowly. makes thematic sense for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Timo satellites, low duration, four to three seconds. Oh, but go ahead and do the tier five too. Yeah. Uh, Echo Chrono Break damage, 100, 200, 2000 to 100, 150, 2000. And Thresh Total Mana, uh, big nerf going from 75 to 90. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, like you said, Burf to Nar. I think Nar was kind of like it's just an all-around good unit. Like, he's always been, for what it's worth. Yeah, um, it's it's a little bit more of a nerf. Yeah. But like if you're able to get a 2 or 3 Nar. Right. 
yeah, I mean, tier three NAR now seems fun. Like <laughs> yeah, you can build like IE and stuff on them. That sounds super fun. I mean, we said it. I mean, actually, it was Osto that said it many, many moons ago. Like, just put it on NAR. You can put whatever items you want on NAR, and it's going to be fine. Um, yeah, so and, and 0.5 second stun duration uh, nerf is going to be huge, of course. And then attack damage is, uh, I mean, actually, technically a, a buff there. But, yeah, it's, um, yeah, Jinx also pretty pretty sizable i mean not not even that sizable like at level one it's a 10 percent or a 10 damage uh nerf or um 10 percent attack speed nerf so level one jinx is gonna look even more embarrassing than she already does uh, which is probably good i feel like they they really want jinx to be the like you need to commit to jinx and you'll get rewarded for it but none of this splashing jinx because she's kind of annoying she is quite annoying. <laughs> she is quite annoying. I mean, just like any, I like, I love playing eighty carries in regular league, so I feel like I could say this, but like, it's just, it doesn't feel good to just be like eating rockets to the face when, mm. like, if you die to like a big ass gnarled, mm. you're like, okay, cool, right? But when you're just going, yeah, gets to that point, you're just like, oh god, I'm dead. I can't get there, you know. And uh, I think that that should be good. The characters need to be interacting with each other, I think, as much as possible Mm. in healthy ways. And Jinx wasn't getting enough interaction; was a little too safe. Yeah. And I think now that her attack speed is down ten percent, especially at rank one or tier one. Yeah. Um, that's what you're gonna feel the most. Yep. And then Thresh not going to be pulling in for God as, uh, as soon as he once was the big, I think probably the biggest like overarching complaint was the, the, the old thresh pulling in the air God. So now it's going to be a little bit later in the fight. It's going to give you more time to actually burst down the thresh and hopefully be able to play around it. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that, that interaction fundamentally upsets people. <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I still think it's fun, but we talked at length about it last uh, week. So check that one out. If you want to hear yep. more about our thoughts on Urgot in general, um, but we'll round out the patch here with the items changes, both bloodthirster and Hextech gunblade are getting 5% healing increases from 40% up to 45. I'm not going to lie. I forgot both of those items are in the game. Jeweled gauntlets, uh, crit, uh, a bonus crit damage is going from 20% to 30%. Static shiv damage is going from 80 to 90. So more indirect battle cast buffs. And then ZZ Rot Portal health going from 1K, 2K, 3K to 1500, 2250, 3000 for the different I wonder levels. how that compares to Daisy from set one. That is a good question. I low-key think zz rot portal is one of the better items to make like just commit to it early and you're gonna be okay it's like an extra dude right um yeah the it gives you it's it's a front line in a can right yeah and i'm I'm waiting for a world where hexfake gunblade is an item that someone other than asol could use um maybe a teemo like someone who does kind of like mixed damage like teemo that could definitely work um because it's 40 to 45 percent of your split damage as opposed to blood no auto attack right hextech got changed with mid set it's only spell damage now oh is it yeah yeah i've just been looking past that well that was one of the like flew under the radar type of changes that literally no one has talked about because it's well, anyway, no ever well, <laughs> with with Jeweled Gauntlet getting buffed, then those two can definitely be built together. Yeah. And with the and that... all I'm thinking about is how good that would have been in set two. Right. Right. <laughs> well, imagine Syndra with that. Uh, I mean, imagine IE Jeweled Gauntlet Hextech Gunblade team. So like, who like... would be in? The... I guess that Hextech could go on a battle cast, right? Because they would need to be in the fight casting spells to get the heals but also do spell damage for the crit 
who is like that in the game? Like if you, I mean, Timo still works, right? Like, yeah, but he's in the back line, and if he's already getting damage oh, on him, yeah, that's true. right? Like, then he's probably gonna die. So yeah. who's gonna, who's gonna Take find the damage. most value? Any, like, magic damage tanks. Um, I don't know, but I think I think there's a world where somebody Wukong uses jeweled gauntlet hextech. Oh, maybe, maybe like you could do jeweled gauntlet hextech gunblade Morellos. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's better than the it would have to be the, the, combos, the, the, the item would have to be hextech gunblade Rabadon's and jeweled gauntlet. Yeah, that would that would probably be the but who, but who, which, which unit that does magic damage is that item combination not good on? Like, I know. Um, <laughs> it's it's Riven. Riven is who I'm going to build this. Oh, ooh. Although the, the the thing about Riven is that she generates so much shield that she doesn't actually take that much damage on her actual health. I mean, Ace uh, Protector Asel says that. Uh, so true. <laughs> I mean, also Asel might be the one that might be the one that told. Oh no, yeah, Asel yeah. was already using yeah. uh, the Hextech Morello's yeah. combo. But That's I'm just true. trying to think of someone who, because he he he's someone who does get into the like the nitty gritty of things, yeah. right? So since he's flying around, he's going to be taking damage. Yeah, maybe, but that's a waste of a jeweled gauntlet, right? You know, so yeah. the only one who I think that off the top of my head right now, this is I'm gonna theorycraft this after like immediately after getting <laughs> off. Um, that hextech jeweled gauntlet rabadons could work right now, and I wonder on who. We're just not yeah. thinking about it. Maybe it's infiltrator malphite. <laughs> yeah, I think it is ab- absolutely infiltrator malphite. Um, oh, oh. What about Rumble? Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. Rumble is an interesting one, actually. Uh huh. Gangplank. Gangplank. Um. Sure. Yeah, but Rumble's interesting. Rumble. Uh, Rumble's already pretty strong. We might be. Maybe we see. You heard it here first, folks. The boop combo. The Rumble carry. The- oh, and you could totally use it on Nar too. Yeah, you could, but <laughs> Nar only gets the one cast. The one. Roll, yeah. Yeah. But you could. Technically, a legal thing that is a legal play in the game. TNT. Yep. (laughs) You can put blue buff on Jin as well. Um, (laughs) You can put Spear of Shojin on it off. Um, But, boop. That brings us to the end of the patch. Overall, thoughts, impressions, what do you think? I mean, we've kind of. I'm loving it, man. I have been liking the patch. I've, I've liked casting it. I've liked just the players adjusting to it so far. Mm -hmm. It's a big, you know, a big slap in 80 or I mean, 90%, 90, 95% right now. It's just like when, if you were to ask me what I want, everything I come up with is a pretty like minuscule thing. Yeah. Vanguard mystics feels a little oppressive right now. I think these changes should help. Yeah. Um, Just kind of like bring it back just a little bit. Right. Just, just a little schmintz and um, schmintz. Yeah, a little schmitz. And uh, <laughs> what? I don't know. I've never heard that word before. It's fun, isn't it? It is. A, it is. A, it's, a, it's a schmitz fun. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what our community comes up with. Maybe that'll be a next build bounty board. Hextech Gunblade. The best Gunblade, yeah. yeah submit, your best, combo. yeah submit your best comps. Or your best units with that item combo, and we'll pick which one's the best, and the, and you'll get a little legend's egg. There you go. It is it is decided. I'll get you a little legend's egg for for that. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm really all in on this patch. I think again, the small adjustments are really good. I'm I'm feeling like I can play four or five. I mean, I have the ability to play four or five or six different comps. I can't personally play them very well, but. There's so much different stuff. I mean, we and we might have even opened up more. Maybe there's like a really strong mid-game um, battle cast build that can transition into like a, a hybrid battle cast with something. Else. Like it's it's fun. Um, it's it's in a really good spot, and I feel like we've been saying that for longer than we have <laughs> like consecutively for quite some time. I haven't really felt anything even stale about set three, and I don't even know if I have it all. So. Hats off, uh, figuratively, not literally, because it would be too much work for me to take my actual hat off. But hats off to the, to the TFT devs and the team. Uh, it's been it's been really good. Yep, agreed. Okay, 
Well, the GG's. Ch- GG's chat and uh, everyone listening. Thank you all for doing so. Again, remember, we are Prediction Esports Podcast. Make sure to follow us there. Make sure to follow us on the internet as well at LIL Legends Pod on Twitter. Boop, where can people find you on the internet when you're not here? At Boop Source Rex yes. on Twitter. On Twitter and on Twitch, maybe? Uh, Boop Source yeah. 1 on Twitch. I've got like a super busy week coming up. Yeah. So uh, a lot of stuff coming up. You do too, though. You're doing some stuff. I am. I am doing some stuff. And you can find all that stuff at the underscore Blevins on Twitter, or you can just find us in the Discord. Discord.me slash Little Legends Podcast. But everyone, thank you again for listening and watching. For Boop, I'm the Blevins. We'll be back next week to talk about more team fight tactics. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.